hello it is saturday and i am recording a podcast at 10 o'clock because what else do you do on a saturday night um most people would go out um but we're also in a pandemic and i'm not overseas so i have to be in the house i guess i don't have to be but i mean i'm i'm finna be so anyway hello how are you I have been keeping up with some great YouTube drama. And I say great, it's actually not that great. It's actually really jacked up. But I wanted to talk about it because I there's different parts of this that really, really fascinate me. Um, one of the things that fascinates me is just kind of like the whole drama of it all, if you will. The other thing that fascinates me is one of the parties involved who we'll hear clips from in terms of the video, the fact that she spoke on it and kind of if I think that was a good idea, should she have done it that way? And also we talk about cancel culture. I talked about cancel culture in my last podcast. So I wanted to kind of bring in a situation, if you will, that would touch upon that. And we would have to, you know, just kind of an example of what could happen, what can go on, and if it warrants, you know, a canceling. And honestly, I just wanted to do a podcast on this because I'm not in the beauty area of YouTube. And that's fine by me. I'm not like, I've never really wanted to be. Um, I don't really watch anybody's videos, really. I mean, Jackie Ayanna is probably one of the few who's not, who's in it, but not really in it to that I like pay attention to but everybody else I'm just kind of like it's they look good they look great well a few of them do but I because it's not for me I don't really care but I like the drama so (laughs) let's get to it all right so drama get in as it's called um, oh, let me talk about some sources really quick because I feel like that's important. As I said, I I personally am not, I don't know the full story. I haven't been seeing this unfold since the beginning. So I'm not going to tell you that, you know, I've been following the tea all along. So here are my sources. One of my sources is Tati Westbrook's video. Like I said, we'll hear things that she said, and we'll, I'll kind of give my brand expert opinion on that. Um, there is this great angel, I don't know the person's name because they didn't leave their name, but they created a deck, <laughs> like a legit Google Slides deck about everything that's gone down. And I know there's a lot of things happening in the world right now, but this is something that I feel like a lot of us needed. So I'm very grateful um that this person did this so thank you you sweet angel i hope you are safe and sound wherever you are and there's also a website called the insider i believe they focus on influencer news that's kind of what i've gathered when skimming different articles and stuff so i know it's been picked up in like vulture which i'll also quote from and I believe like new york times and stuff like that but usually a lot of the little drama is is on the insider website so i'm going to kind of focus on that as well 
I'm gonna try to put everything I have together from memory, but there's <laughs> there's so much that's gone on. I'm going to make some clarification for legal reasons because there is some legal stuff in here. Um, not like illegal stuff, but like things that if you don't say, you know, allegedly, et cetera, et cetera, you could get sued for. So I don't have money for a lawsuit, baby. So there's a lot of alleged that's gonna happen in here. Um, but yeah, let's, let's get to it. Let's break it down. Okay. So here's what had happened, child. What had happened was Tati Westbrook last week posted a video about another makeup influencer named James Charles, who, I mean, is pretty popular. Um, it was her apologizing because there was a video she posted last year called by sister in which she addresses publicly that she's ending her relationship or her friendship with James Charles. So basically it was a public breakup of a friendship that should have been kept in in between two people, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, some of the reasons that kind of came about was that she felt like she saw him acting in a way that was dangerous and and to not put words in her mouth and not to confuse anything by the word dangerous I mean just kind of like that maybe partying behavior I'm not saying that she saw him do drugs I don't I don't know I know she didn't say that I know that was not alluded to but I know what people can think so maybe just kind of like a a a narcissistic behavior but not in a way that's like mentally damaging. I'm gonna remove my glasses. Not in a way that's mentally damaging uh, or like a, a mental disorder, but just like, you know, he was 17 when he got discovered. And we'll talk about kind of the backgrounds of everybody involved. But he was young. At this time, he was like 19, 20 when all of this was going on. And she's 37 at the time. So like, I can see why she was concerned because she's trying to look out for him like a big sister which is very common for them uh to have called each other but also you have to remember that oh, he's like 1920 and yeah he's gonna have a little bit of he's gonna be a little bit immature because he's 1920 years old and you're 37 so it doesn't it's not gonna make sense to you because your frontal lobe is there and his isn't and that's not me being mean that's just psychology so anyway, so there's a bi sister video and she starts talking about how James Charles behavior is destructive. He wouldn't put down his phone and she made the video just so that he could look up from the phone and that she tried to reach out to his mom and or something along with the mother being involved, which is like really weird. Uh, there was also some allegations, not that she made specifically, but there are allegations that James Charles was also trying to um, groom underage boys or try to make straight boys be bi-curious, not from her words, but it's stuff that she's been told. I promise all of this will make sense. That is not true. I want to say right now, right here, that's not true. James Charles brought in uh, receipts that it was not true, that the person was lying about it. A mess. Okay. So both of them ended up losing, Tati and James Charles, both ended up losing a lot of subscribers. And they had like, I mean, they lost like a million subscribers. 
they had about 15 million subscribers each. So it's a lot, but I mean, I have like five subscribers on YouTube. <laughs> okay. So it's not, I'm like, oh, poor things. But they lost, they lost like some business deals and, def and things like that. But how did we even get to this point? Because this didn't come out of nowhere. This didn't just poof. And one day she decides to end a friendship, right? Exactly. So let's talk about it. Now, there are four people involved in this total. I've already mentioned two, Tati Westbrook and James Charles. We will also talk Shane Dawson and Jeffree Star. Now, Jeffree Star... And both Jeffree Star and Shane Dawson are pretty terrible human beings. And I'm not saying that as an opinion. I'm saying that as like there is proof in the pudding that would make you a terrible being. So they're both terrible beings. Jeffree Star is a makeup entrepreneur who started off as an electronic artist. And then he quit the music business and then started to do makeup tutorials and connecting with other makeup companies to have his own kind of like guest palettes of, you know, eyeshadow and lipstick, etc., and grew a large following. He has like the most structured cheekbones I've ever seen. And that'll be the only nice thing I say about him. Um, he's been he's been caught on camera saying very racist things about Hispanic people, about uh about trans people, about black people. He's said the N-word more than, you know, anyone should say it, especially if you're white, you should never say it. But he said it more than once, twice, thrice, and he's uploaded it to the channel. So it's not even so much that he said it, it's that he had enough balls to then upload it to his YouTube channel as if like that was okay. He's trying to excuse it. He has, he did not, um, it did not work. So a lot of people were just kind of like, we're over it. We're done. We don't want to deal with you. But he still kept a lot of fans, including Kim Kardashian, who thought that we were all just being haters until like people were like, sis, hush, listen, here's the real team. So then she apologized for defending him whatever. Kim Kardashian's not in this. I just wanted to add that little bit. Okay. So then again, we have James Charles. Now, James Charles is a very interesting story that, and to me, I don't, I don't mind him. James Charles was, tweeted that he needed to get his yearbook picture redone so that his highlight could pop. And that's actually not true. He admitted that he just kind of made it up, but his makeup was like, amazing he had oh he had a really great highlight so it's not like he's wrong about you know wanting to make it pop but that didn't happen so anyway he ended up having kind of like a really like a, a humble climb in his audience and then he became the first male spokesperson for cover girl at 17. this is why i said at like 18 19 like and i'm famous yeah i'm about to act a fool because that's what you do so, and not only that, he started to become, from that he became like the number one beauty channel on YouTube and he was on a YouTube series called um, Instant Influencer. So he currently has like 20 million subscribers. I mean, we're not gonna cry for him, Argentina, okay? <laughs> so then there's Tati Westbrook. She's now 38 years old. I want you guys to keep the ages together. Oh, I never said how old. Uh, Jeffree Star is. I actually do not know how old he is. He's 34, so he's my age. So you have a 34-year-old, a now 21-year-old, and a 
38 year old okay keep those keep those in mind so tati is she started off as like glam life guru in 2010 and then she changed her platforms for it to be her name she did it as a hobby kind of to escape everything and then uh she just she became the mother of the youtube beauty community because she was older and not like old but i mean she was older than most of the people putting out content in that in that genre or that niche so but in her her stuff is a lot more it's not like the complete beat face that you see in all of like the rainbow colors, which are beautiful. Hers tend to be a lot softer, more about the glow, more about enhancing the natural. So that's what she became uh, famous for in terms of the community. And then she launched her own company called Halo Beauty, where she would sell vitamins. Keep that in mind too. The vitamins are very important in this story. And now we have Shane Dawson. And Shane Dawson is a little twerp, twerp, that's not a new, that's not a word, but it is now, um, who has, who was on MySpace doing these like prank, stupid jackass-esque videos, but also super offensive. He, I mean, he was edgy, if you will, which I think, I mean, edgy is just an excuse to be stupid and not in like a good way. He had a podcast for a little bit. He kind of dabbled here and there. He really used his name and his antics to, to get him places. I would say don't hate the hustle, but I actually do because it was on the backs of suppression of oppression and being racist, misogynistic, and a pedophile. So yeah, hate the game. He would make like these conspiracy theory videos and then he became the king of YouTube for all of the craziness that he put out. He currently has 22.4 million uh, subscribers. And I meant to say that Tati has uh, 9.42 million subscribers. So everybody has a lot of subscribers. They have more than me, honey. <laughs> there, again, there lies a lot of controversy between... James Charles is not without his controversy. Tati is not without her controversy. I think with Tati, it's more like her silence or her not giving credit or her using her privilege. It's not anything from what I've researched has been anything that's been super crazy or has been something so offensive that I shouldn't even spend time talking about her. James Charles has had the he's he's had some problematic things not to the extent of which he got falsely accused for but he's had some problematic areas in his life too but the two that have probably been the most problematic and the worst of a lot of the bunch are Shane and Jeffrey so Shane and Jeffrey collaborated together on a mockumentary where Shane was getting into know uh, Jeffree Star's life and go behind the scenes of who he really is. It was really this facade because they were releasing this conspiracy palette like right at the end. Like as soon as the series ended, it was like, oh, we're gonna, we're gonna release this palette. So it wasn't even real trying to dupe people into making himself seem more, um, or trying to say, seem, seem more likable. Like, oh, I'm not really this jerk that I've been, I've claimed to be. Psh, please. Okay. So then there's some drama that happens in the beginning. 
All right. So in the beginning, <laughs> sorry, in the beginning, there were four other beauty gurus. There was Manny MUA, Gabriel Samora, uh, Nikita Dragon, and Laura Lee. They again were on top of their game too. Everybody was a beauty influencer. And they, they are, when I say they, I mean uh, Shane and what's his toes, were pretty threatened by anybody that wanted to kind of come up, right? And, and this is where a lot of the drama is and where it's focused. It's being scared of somebody else surpassing you. So there are pictures that Gabriel has posted and they weren't great pictures. So you know, they were pretty problematic in 2008 and people called them out on it. Uh, there are some tweets about him saying the N word. There's Laura Lee who said something that was very, uh, very offensive to Asian people in reference to their eyes. <sighs> some more things about black people, etc. So they get exposed. Everybody cries. Um, Nikita it apparently gets out of it because she's transgender. So she used that card, which I'm like, you being transgender and you being like, I'll protect your rights to use your your preferred pronouns and live the way you want to. But it doesn't give you an excuse to be the racist jerk that you were being. So that was crazy. <laughs> that was that was out of control. So then Shane and Jeff end up, and I'm calling him whatever I want. I called Shane Sean like the last podcast. I don't even care. So Shane and <laughs> Shane and Jeffrey end up doing a collaboration with James Charles. Now again, James Charles is in his corner and he's minding his own business. And then here at Twiddle D and Twiddle Dumb, they're over here trying to take over the throne and just knock everybody down, right? But they do a video with James Charles and then they Jeffrey does a video with James Charles and Tati. And then they talk about, uh, what is it? <laughs> what is it? <laughs> James Charles was thinking of doing a documentary as well. Now, mind you, I said, remember, I said that Jeff, uh, Jeffree Star and Shane Dawson had an interview, uh, had a documentary. James Charles expressed that he wanted to do one about being inside the industry. So if you want to put two and two together, I would like to say that James Charles didn't know how to keep his ideas to himself. So when he spoke up, Shane and Jeffrey were like, okay, let's do this. Let's do this now so we can beat him to it. You know what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm, that's what people do. That's what people do. All right. So in 2019, <laughs> Lord Jesus, help me. In 2019, James posted an ad for Sugar Bear Hair uh, Vitamins. They're vitamins to make your hair grow really long. The story of that. I'm sorry, this is a competitor to Tati's Halo hair vitamins brand. The problem with that was it was competition and Tati got mad and she got in her feelings. And that's kind of what started to escalate part two of what is called Dramageddon. So she goes on the, Tati goes on and she talks about Bi Sister, which I kind of explained. And it's like a 40 minute video that again alleged, which was then proven false, that James Charles was trying to 
trick straight boys into thinking they were gay, which I believe is called queer baiting, but I'm not for sure about that terminology. So if it's not, then it's not. But we all know that that's not good to try to trick anybody into anything, but that was a false accusation a false accusation that Tati thought was a real accusation at the time. Stay with me because I'm about to connect all of these things together because this mess is wild. Okay. Again, he lost, so James Charles lost, and I said a million, but he lost 3 million subscribers in a day. And that, which is, which is crazy. He ended up kind of just saying, you know what? I'm checking out of the internet after he posted a video saying he wants to tell the truth. And he, like the story at the time picked up on like entertainment news and stuff. Like it was wild. I'm not gonna lie. I don't watch a lot of TV. I definitely don't, no, that's not true. I watch TV. I watch the streaming stuff and investigation discovery and investigation discovery does not care about James Charles or any of these other people. So I didn't see it on TV, but I believe it was on TV. So anyway, um, but he was able to, James Charles was able to say like, hey, like none of this happened. None of this happened. So then Jeffree Star was like, Jeffree Star decided to like write himself in the narrative and I was like sir this has nothing to do with you he's talking to James Charles brother saying why is he like all of these really terrible things it's not good I don't even want to repeat it because it is it's it's ridiculous but again and you can see the screen caps if you like if you I'll post the link for the Google Doc below um, in either the description of the podcast or on the YouTube video so that you can click through and see it and read it. I don't want to read through the whole thing. But anyway, James uh, Charles uploaded his video called No More Lies, and he addressed everything and Homeboy had receipts. He came with receipts. He was like, no, 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 no. What you're not going to do is accuse me of such, which good for him because that is terrible and damaging and I can't even imagine anyway I can't imagine so here's the thing with the vitamins he wasn't betraying Tati that wasn't his deal the thing was is that he was going to Coachella and he wanted to get a VIP pass which is super expensive but he wanted to get a VIP pass because he wasn't comfortable with people just approaching him. So he wanted to be able to enjoy the festival, but be in the, like this little corner on the side. And the the way that he was able to do that was to ask his friend Nikita uh, Dragon, the one of the four, ask Nikita Dragon, who was working with Sugar Hair Bear, if he could get an artist pass. He did, but he had to he had to basically say like, hey, take these vitamins to make your hair grow. He tried to contact Tati. For whatever reason, she didn't pick up. Maybe she was busy, she was on the toilet, I don't know. But she was, she didn't pick up. And then her video got released. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> After him, I need some water, hold on y'all. So then Jeffrey sends him uh, like a, a message, uh, just so many messages. 
that's accusing James of very serious things and threatening him to go public. Again, James Charles was smart enough to keep those receipts. And even though he um, sorry, basically he was able to, to get himself out of the hole. Cause he was able to say like, listen, I didn't do any of these things. Here are all the text messages that this, that Jeffrey sent me as if to try to blackmail me or try to say I did these things or, you know, when I didn't, these people are evil. Um, it put him in a spot where he thought he was going to take his own life, but luckily he had his friends and his family to help him. So Mr. James Charles is still here with us, and I'm happy. Because that, that boy has a beautiful smile. If I don't know anything else, and I'm sorry if I chose the wrong pronouns, I thought, from what I read, I thought he went by he. So if I'm wrong about that, I apologize. So then Jeffree Star got, got on YouTube on his channel and said, I'm never doing this again. Basically saying, like, he's stepping away from the drama. He doesn't want to be part of it anymore. It's none of his business. Da, 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 da. You know, it's always funny because I had a boss like this. It's funny to me how everybody wants to, like, the same people that say they don't want to be part of the drama are the ones causing the drama, right? Like, so my boss, to use her as an example, because she was terrible, my boss went to college and she'll tell you the name of the college, but it doesn't matter. She went to college so that she could be a, a drama writer. Didn't end up, uh, didn't end up happening because everybody in New York wants, has a script that they want to get produced. So she ends up moving back. She becomes head of marketing, whatever. I fully believe, and it was by her actions that if things were going well, she had to shake it up because it's something about like, things going okay, being on time, all the fires being put out, that really has people and really had her and like her feelings. And I know other people like that who, and I'm not talking about people who have anxiety because I do it too. I'm like, oh, things are too good. Shit's about to hit the fan. I'm not talking about those people. I'm literally talking about people who are all hanging out at a party and we're all chilling. Everybody's getting along and it's great. And there's somebody who has to have drama and they start something because they're bored, which is really what it is. It's a boredom. That's Jeffree Star. So he talks about he doesn't want to be part of the drama anymore and that he isn't going to involve himself in anything in the situation again. Okay. So again, Shane and Jeffrey come out with a makeup collection together. And here's the thing with Shane. I don't, when did this boy ever start wearing makeup? This must have just happened like a couple of minutes ago because this, we don't think of Shane Dawson as makeup. Like uh, that wouldn't me, that wouldn't me. So anyway, again, the beautiful world of Jeffree Star comes out or the trailer comes out and there's a tie between what happened with James Charles and Tati and that whole video and the trailer of this. Okay, be with me here. And again, they also used it to kind of promote the makeup collection that was happening. There's, I'm sorry, I'm going through notes and I'm like, wait a minute, none of this, <laughs> none of this matters to me. <laughs> um, I, this is a very long pause. Why am I pausing for so long? Okay, so. We're going into part three. Now, Tati Westbrook 
has created a, um, there's a thing, a video <laughs> called Breaking My Silence. It came out June 30th. I don't know. I saw it like Monday, Tuesday, but here she talks about basically her involvement with the entire situation, how she was even fed the information in the first place. So the club, so she starts off by saying that like, it's like five minutes of her saying that she wanted to talk about this and that she's missed the YouTube community and her subscribers, but she was in a really dark place and it's made her lose a lot of weight. She felt unsafe. She had to move out of state. She like lived in LA and then she had to move somewhere else. I have to tell you this though, the house she's, she's staying in right now, that background is beautiful. And the way that the sun hits that glow, she highlights really well. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying she's lying. I'm saying that the highlighter hits very well and she has a very pretty cry because I I can't cry like she cries and she cries a lot. She has a very pretty cry and I'm a little jealous of that. I just want to add that in. That means nothing to her, like her truth. Okay. And I will say this too, in the video... And I want to thank Jen Loves Reviews because I was watching her break her breakdown of it. And I think her and I have a lot of similarities to how we feel Tati did. But I will say this. I believe Tati's truth is her truth that she actually believes. And I don't say that as to say, yeah, you think that, but you're lying. I believe that all of the stuff that she talks about, and we'll talk about it in the video, we'll break it down, that she... She, this is how she processed the information. This is how she interpreted the information. And I don't think she did it in a malicious way. I think that there was psychological mind games in there, which is some ish. So yes, I do believe her heart and her intentions in making this video. I do believe that there is one side, the other side, and the truth is in the middle. Um, I do think there's a gray area. I don't think it's a gray area because she's leaving something out. I think there's a gray area because there's a piece two or two missing from all of this. That's all I'm saying about her. Again, I'm not saying anything negative. I will criticize from a branding point of view what I think she should have done, shouldn't have done, could have said better, etc. But uh, for the most part, like I said, I'm not. I'm the only two people that I will clown on is Shane Dawson and Jeffree Star. The other two, I don't have any. I don't have any qualms in this uh, with them. James Charles to me is in this situation is the victim. Um, I think Tati is a victim and also a player um, because she did make choices. But let's just start with the video. So she starts off by saying she misses her her people, that they're, uh, she was going through it mentally and physically. She was going to do fertility treatments and she just decided like she couldn't do it. There was no way she could with her health. Um, she said that she was scared. She started to collect receipts and <laughs> Jesus, she started collecting receipts because she was fearful of her life. Now this is some good fella shit. Okay. She was scared for her life. So she made copies of texts, put them in a folder and let the, her lawyers know where everything was. What? 
what is going on in the mascara community that you have to really be on your good luck your good fellas like game baby y'all are just supposed to be talking about highlights beat faces and a red lip why the heck is this why do you need what happened we know what happened we're about to know okay so the clip I'm going to tell now, she's also reading a letter. So she's reading the letter because she ran it by her lawyers, her her legal team, and said, yes, honey, there's a legal team involved too. So she ran it by her legal team and said like she wanted, I guess she was saying like, look, I want to address this. This is what I want to say. So these are her words, but approved. It seems like to me that there's going to be an all damn type of case that is being worked on and I don't know y'all like that is that is some stuff that I wasn't ready for but like I'm ready for it now you know what I mean look like I said anytime some races and some like assholes like are about to go down like I'm here for it it's time it's a been time let's do this okay sorry guys so She's reading her words that are approved by the legal team, but these are her words. So we're going to talk about how her and James Charles came together. I'm going to play the video from my laptop. I hope it's clear for everyone, um, not only on the podcast, but on the video, because I'm recording myself recording this. Um, And if it's not, I'm sorry. (laughs) I'll I'll link the timestamp. Oh, hello. I will link the timestamps of what I play so that you guys can look look at it or just watch the whole thing because it's good. Okay, here we go. I did write this, and this is from my heart, but I am being careful here, and I think you guys understand why. Back in December 2019, after Shane and Jeffrey's series ended, James Charles came to my L.A. home, and we compared DMs, texts, and stories about what had happened behind the scenes. We apologized to each other, forgave each other, and agreed to wait patiently until it was safe for me to share my story. Since that night, James Charles has repeatedly said that he wanted to be beside me for this video. But I felt it was important that I do it alone because he deserves my first apology. And I am really sorry, James. And I've said that privately, but I want you to hear it publicly. Okay. Well, God. All right. So, again, we have her, again, making this apology. They came together. They compared notes. They realized something in the water wouldn't clean. I don't know what these notes are. And we will not know what these notes are specifically because, again, there's a probable legal case about to start with all of this that stuff runs deep but it makes sense i'm having an aha moment so so be with me here that makes sense if you are accusing someone or if you have accused or even alleged that someone has done something super illegal and then that person obviously did not that person can turn around and sue also you just look like an asshole because you went along with these two crazy boys who said that this poor guy, this poor young man did something and he didn't do it and you believed it. And I'm not going to, it's not, not 
it's not fully your fault that you believed it, Tati. That's not what I'm saying. But you believed it. And that was another decision that played into you wanting to end the friendship and it became public. Yeah, girl. Yeah, you better you better save those receipts. Um, <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah, that happened. That's nuts. That's crazy. Let me make sure I get, I gave y'all all of what I wanted or all of what she said on that part and we can discuss a little bit more and then we'll go on to the next. I'm sorry. She cries too, y'all. To provide some context, it's important for you to know that I love James Charles. He has a special place in my heart and that never changed, even when I was hurt. I promised my dad I wasn't going to cry. He's been trying to feel... Okay, so anyway, she's crying. And she cries a lot, and it's a really pretty cry. I'm not saying that she doesn't deserve to cry. I'm just saying she has a really pretty cry, okay? That's, That's all I'm saying. So then she's talking about basically what's happened like how did drama get into because remember drama get into is the whole by sister video and then james charles trying to clear it up so we get to this part where she starts talking about um she starts talking about why she started to get frustrated she says that she's always loved james charles that he has this great ability to kind of take things that were bad and make them good um, she, again, she started having the frustrations with him and they started to grow throughout the years. Here's the thing that she said that there's a sense of entitlement is the word that she used. Here's the thing. One more time for the people in the nosebleeds. If you are a 17 year old person, no 17, I'm sorry. If you are an 18 year old, 19 year old young adult who randomly has fame, who randomly has millions of dollars, millions of fans, and you didn't have to go to college, and you have makeup deals with all of these great, amazing people in the industry, you're going to the Met Gala, you're doing all of these great things that people could only dream of. Well, yeah, (laughs) you're gonna have a sense of entitlement. And I'm not saying his sense of entitlement is right necessarily, but like, I mean, yeah, I would, why, why wouldn't he have it, right? Like, that, that makes sense to me. So his frustration grew. And as her frustration, as her frustration grew with him, she started to have a conversation with, she, that's when she met Shane. And Shane acts as if he's all this, like, humble empath and starts talking to Tati about, you know, what she's concerned about and then starts talking to her about her life. She makes it very clear that in the video, she did not lie. In the bi sister video, she didn't lie. Girl, you kind of did unintentionally, but you kind of did. When you allude to anything such as, I know you were being gaslit. See, this is where it's tricky. And this is why when we talk about cancel culture, I do want to say this. We have to look at the situation. I wouldn't call to cancel Tati personally because this is a jacked up, jacked up situation where, yes, some common sense 
was not used. Um, maybe research the people you're surrounding yourself with. I know she wanted to be on the up and up. According to other blogger of uh, beauty uh, YouTubers that I've been looking at all day, there was a situation where like when Kim Kardashian had her beauty release or whatever, she invited literally every beauty guru except for Tati. And Tati was kind of like, she didn't understand why not. So, I, I mean, maybe I'm speculating. I don't know. I'm just reaching here, okay? Maybe it's possible that she didn't feel like she was good enough or popular enough, if you will, um, and she was just trying to climb and, and get that clout. And listen, I understand that from the point of view that a lot of brands don't want to work, didn't at the time, want to work with influencers that had under a certain amount. Like if you had 21,000 followers, they would think that that was small. Like, baby, I just hit a thousand on Instagram. Like, I'm celebrating. I'm like, look at here, 1,000. Everybody, we're having a party. You know what I mean? Away from each other, social distancing. But, like, we're having a party because, yes. You know what I mean? So, I understand. And if, if you're saying you can't have this unless you have that, or you're not at the top of your industry unless you have this, then I understand why she was in her feelings about it. All of your other friends are going to Kim Kardashian West's house. So anyway, so I understand um, they were talking a little bit about the Bi Sister video, like before she even made a decision to do the actual video. Um, when she worked on it for months, so it wasn't something she just did overnight. She worked on it for months, and again, after Jeffree Star and Shane Dawson kind of told her some stuff that James was doing, piling onto the concerns that she saw. So it's like she already had these concerns over here on her own with nobody feeding stuff into her ear. And then there are two people who are just feeding and kind of and, and nurturing if you will, those concerns, it is no wonder that she made the decisions that she made. I'm not saying again that she's right, but I'm saying that I do understand why she did what she did. Does that make sense? So they've been feeding her lies, feeding her lies, feeding her lies. Now again, Jeffree Star is like, I don't, you know, again, he always wanted to say he didn't want to be involved. At this point, when the Bi Sister video came out, Shane Dawson didn't, his name wasn't even mentioned in all of this, okay? It was really Jeffree Star who inserted himself in the narrative, Tati, and then James. So after that, she, um, she made the video. Shane asked if he wanted, oh, Another thing that really kind of triggered her to do it, she admits in the video that she is a victim of sexual assault. And so when Shane starts saying all of this stuff to her, when Jeffrey starts saying all of this stuff to her that was not true about James Charles, she took, that's a, that was a personal thing. Then she was like, I know how it feels. I can't imagine how those victims feel. Also said that Shane and Jeffrey were going to interview the victims of James Charles and that Jeffree Star had audio. So he made all of this up. And I'm going to keep, I'm not trying to do like spoiler alert because I want to keep iterating that they lied about it from the jump. 
they lied about the if you're listening to this now you probably already know that he lied but i'm just saying i want to reiterate that he lied about they both lied about james charles that he did not do anything and james charles basically proved himself to be completely innocent and all of this was lies on behalf of shane dawson and jeffrey star i need to make that clear so as they're telling him this she starts working on the like i said before she starts working on the by sister video and shane likes to say that he wasn't really involved but shane actually said that he wouldn't mind editing the video and creating the thumbnail for her but shane you want to say you weren't involved boo boo and why would you want to why would you want to edit the video because if you edit the video you can edit the way that you want because you wanted a story but here's what this is what tati did that was smart she said no she said no because she knew that and this is why i say like she made some dumb decisions but i don't fully blame her as if she was in her quote-unquote right mind to have done so because she didn't fall for the bait that Shane and Jeffrey were trying to throw out at her had she let Shane edit that video it could have been 10 times worse it could have been this could have been a hole that she couldn't get out of you see what I'm saying but something in her spirit told her baby girl do this on your own this is for you to do There was also alleged that the victims would come forward once the video was released. But as a shock to no one, there were no victims. So that's fun, not. She took down the video because YouTube asked her to, because it would make them look bad. Can we just talk about that moment real quick? YouTube told her to take it down because it would make them look bad. YouTube, you already look bad, like period. Not just because of this situation, but literally research anything on YouTube. You already look bad. It's already the devil's playground. Like this video wasn't contributing to making you look bad. Now that's also a poor excuse as to why she should take down the video. She should take down the video because there are things that are alleging false accusations that are damaging to somebody's somebody's life and reputation not because it's going to make your platform look bad that would be like zuckerberg telling us to take down stuff because it's going to make facebook look bad no boo boo you did that on your own okay you that's that's all on you that is you don't give that credit to no one else you did that boy that was on you okay same thing i would say to youtube anyway after that uh shane and jeffrey star did not contact her at all after this and after deciding that they were going to, at first they were gonna put her in the trailer for their whatever beauty world documentary. And then they decided, you know what? No, I wanna do that anymore. I wonder why, because she didn't go with your plans. And that really sucks. Now here's the thing, again, she didn't take back what she said in the Bi Sister video and while I don't agree with her not doing that, I understand why she didn't. I do believe, here's, here's where I say there's two sides and then there's like a third side we don't know. 
I do believe she thought that James Charles was going down a, a, a not so good path. I do think that James Charles was probably going down a not so good path. I do believe she thinks that James Charles was doing all of these really terrible things because Jeffrey and Shane got into her ear, played on her vulnerability and said, hey, this is what's happening. So I do believe that's one of the reasons why she reacted. She reacted out of what she thought was the truth, which wasn't, but she didn't know it was a lie. I'm not trying to make up excuses for her. I'm trying to explain this the best way I can. She didn't know it was a lie. She believed it as truth because she really thought it was the truth when this entire time it was a lie because there are two 30-year-old somethings trying to take down a young 20-year-old. That's weird. That is weird to me. Jeffree Star claimed that there was an audio voicemail that proved that they were telling the truth about James Charles. The reason why she didn't report it was because it wasn't enough information or enough of proof, if you will, to claim that or to, to have the police called. I mean, thank God you didn't because that would have been super terrible. But then... Hey, look at it twofold. Okay, if you had called the police, that could have been really bad on him because you always believe that there are victims involved first, or you should believe that there are victims involved first before you believe that somebody's making it up. That would have put James Charles through so much mental hell that I think something terrible could have happened because I can't imagine being thrown into an accusation like that, first of all, and your mental health is already disturbed, and then having police involved in you being investigated, and then that takes down everything that you have worked hard for. Because I do say, like, he climbed up, but, like, Homeboy knows how to put on makeup, and he has been perfecting that skill, so it's not like he hasn't worked hard for the stuff that he has. All of that could have been taken down, and even if he was proven innocent, he still would have lost everything and the mental damage is still there. So thank God Tati didn't call the police. I guess the only main concern I, the only man, only all man thing I have about all of this is that Jeffree Star got away with it so far, so far. Um, she is also ready to pursue legal action through all of this. Oh God, okay. And also, <laughs> Jeffree Star allegedly has a whole catalog of blackmail on people. I don't, okay, I don't understand. I don't understand. How do you have a whole catalog of blackmail on people? Like, I know that we have all done some really not so great things in life because we're humans and we're flawed and we just, we do them, right? But what do you have as blackmail that's so bad on so many people? What? Honey, I'm not scared of you. Like, I, that's just me personally. Like, Tati is terrified about the stuff that's going to come out about other people. Like, unless you, like, unless you actually killed Martin Luther King, honey, I don't really know. Did you nail Jesus himself on the cross? Like, what is so bad that, like, it's about to be some some ish. So I'm gonna actually play the clip where she talks about how she is scared 
that something is about to happen. Like she broke script. She turned around, looked at the camera and she was like, I'm scared. Give me, give me, give me a second to find it, honey. Give me a second to find it. She talks about how the first, after seeing the first kind of documentary, if you will, or mockumentary, if you will, with Shane and Jeffrey, she thought that he was becoming a better person. He talked to her and he said, you know, I am learning to take responsibility for myself. And she said, you know, she believed him. She also, and I also want to put this out there too. So she felt the need to be a positive influence and her in his life it only make I'm sorry for the people watching this I only make that face because I looked up Jeffree Star I googled so I'm like mm, I, don't, I don't believe it I also have a hard time trusting people that's part of my therapy but I mean nothing's changed or budged from that so I don't know maybe it's just the way I am and therapy can't change it but all of that to say is okay I mean it just couldn't be me but good for her that means her heart's better than mine because mm. but I also look also remember I mentioned the uh fertility treatment here's here's kind of my thinking because this this happens to the best of us I think her maternal instinct kicked in and I think that she said okay here are these people who say that they are better they are different than who they were who am I to not believe them so I want to be a positive influence which she mentions I want to be a positive influence in their life she wanted to be the bright light and there are people if you hear about women who date and it's specifically women but men men can do this too all genders do this but people who date somebody who's a quote-unquote bad boy and they believe that they can make that bad person good. So bad boy, but bad person. But like they can change that bad boy or bad girl or bad person and make them into a good person. And then they can be the reason why they change. I think there's kind of that thinking. So I can empathize because I feel like we've all been there, whether it's friendship or it's a relationship. So the next part we're going to hear kind of the relationship or the friendship that happened and it seems as if she's wanting to reiterate that like listen we weren't best friends and this is where i'm kind of like girl but you were still involved but okay um but she wants she talks about the friendship between her and jeffrey During those first two years of knowing Jeffrey, it's important to note that we did not actually spend much time together. I was invited a few times to go to his home, but I usually declined. On the two occasions that I did go to his home, I did not stay long because I don't smoke marijuana and I just don't like to be around it. Likewise, he came to my home on a few occasions and he also did not stay long. So the vast majority of that I love James Charles. Uh, sorry guys, I like accidentally hit something because my hands are big so hold on hold on we're gonna get some we gonna we gonna finish it we gonna finish it dirt he held on other brand owners and members of our hold on hold on no that's not it either be with me y'all be with me stay with me telephone or texts sometimes weeks or months would go by without hearing anything from him but i always heard from him when he was involved in drama or when he had a new launch about to happen. Though I recognized this pattern, any suspicion that I had of being Stop. used 
was clouded by the hope that he actually cared for me and that I was a positive influence in his life. As a result, I usually would take his snarky statements about others with a grain of salt. One thing that he did that did concern me a lot was how he would frequently comment about how much dirt he held on other brand owners and members of our YouTube community. I believe that he actually held blackmail material on many people and was capable of destroying the entire community. This worried me about him and I stayed and I tried my best to be a positive influence. Okay, girl, listen. <laughs> I listen. <laughs> if I personally had heard that you had all of this, that somebody had all of this dirt and all of this blackmail on brands and people who support the brands, I would have pieced out. I'd have been, you know what? Can't hang out, boo. Cramps. I would have cramps all of the time. Baby, I don't know why you say I want to be a positive influence. You can have a positive influence over there. You see what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. I mean, I, I kind of get it, but I don't get it. I don't get it. I, it wouldn't be me. That's all I'm saying. It just, it wouldn't be me. Um, yeah. So I believe this next part is where she talks about, she kind of like breaks away from what she's reading. And she's like, listen, this fool has stuff. Be prepared. A storm is a coming. My opinion, he's going to go off, guys. And I don't think anyone, I, I don't think he will hold back. And I think we need to be prepared. to understand that we need to forgive the people that he is holding hostage with veiled threats of exposure. We need to be prepared to forgive them. Otherwise, this won't stop. So prepare to not cancel everyone and give them a chance. That's not right. It is not right to try to trap people into saying things that they wouldn't otherwise say. It's not right. Okay, so here's my question. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I'm not laughing at the severity of it because it's, she's right. It's not fair to trap somebody for you to blackmail them. Like that's, that's, that's pure evil. I don't understand. And I think that's why I'm laughing. I don't, I don't, I'm not laughing because it's funny. I'm laughing because like, that's wild to me. Do you know how wild it is? What part of your brain says, I'm going to make somebody say something so I can use it for blackmail? And what are you having them say that can be used for blackmail to the point that this woman is so scared that this boy is about to go off? Like, listen, I've been through some things in my life, okay? I have been through it. And I will tell you right now, Jeffrey, nothing Jeffree Star could say about me would scare me. I just don't know what the heck this boy would have on somebody that we have to really prep. I mean, did somebody say something racist? Okay. And I don't say okay because racism is okay, but who ha I mean, y'all white. Of course somebody said something racist. Like, okay. 
Somebody said something homophobic. I mean, not okay, because homophobia is not okay, but like, who, who as a YouTube personality hasn't said something homophobic or transphobic or misogynistic? Like, I'm trying to understand what it could be. Like, honestly, if you were the one that shot JFK, then that might be something that needs to come out now. Also need to talk about time traveling. That's a whole other podcast, though. I need to understand what you have. Did you do 9-11? I mean, I'm not trying to be funny about that because 9-11 isn't funny. It's such a terrible tragedy. I'm just trying to figure out why this woman is so scared. Because at this point, too, like, if it's if it's nude pictures, like, unless it's, unless it's something I don't even want to talk about or mention it here, but if it's, like, somebody on YouTube has nude pictures of themselves and they're an adult, I mean, why is this woman so scared? It makes me nervous. Not in, like, I mean, I'm going to be able to go to sleep and... A couple of hours but I mean it makes me nervous that she's nervous like baby what happened what is wrong and she does want us to forgive and I'm kind of like listen here's the deal if somebody did something or said something racist I mean unless there's proof that they were drugged I'm I mean, I can be mad at the racist action that they did. I, I, mean, I just, I don't know. I, how, do, how do you blackmail somebody to say something inappropriate? I don't know. But that's because I'm not a sociopath. So, I mean, maybe we can ask Trump. He's crazy. Maybe he'll know. I, don't, I just, I don't know. I don't know many sociopaths. Like, he's really the only one that came to mind. Maybe Mike Pence. He's kind of crazy, too. I don't know. But this woman is scared. And uh, I guess, you know, I guess we'll see. I, I guess we will see. So a few more notes on this. The reason behind all of this, as we all know, is that they were, they were jealous of James Charles. James Charles, again, is very young and he's successful. And it seems as if, like, this is a pattern with Jeffree Star. And I, I say it seems as, because I really, I don't, you know, I've already mentioned, I don't keep track of it. Anyway, that he wanted to try to do something to bring down Kylie Jenner too, which funnily enough, Kylie Jenner brought her own self down, kind of, sort of. I mean, the devil works, but Kris Jenner works harder. So did she really? I don't know. Um, and then with Morphe Cosmetics, James Charles was in talks to release a collection under under that cosmetic brand. But then it's alleged that Jeffree Star owns some of Morphe Cosmetics. But then Morphe Cosmetics said today that they have cut ties with, um, what were we trying to say? That they cut, they cut ties with Morphe. They, they said that, um, they said, no more, we're not, we're not doing this anymore. That's not actually what they said, but here's what the account reads from their Twitter. 
Today, we've made the decision to cease all commercial activity related to Jeffree Star and affiliated products. As of right now, Star's products remain on sale, but a tweet from the Morphe account says that will change in the coming weeks without giving a specific date. Star's relationship with Morphe was once a major source of income for the creator, who's launched several lines with the, with the company and become a face of its brand. A statement posted on Jeffree Star's cosmetics Instagram account stated the team was shocked and extremely saddened by decision by the decision to part ways. And see, this is where you're stupid, okay? Because you already had, you were the face of the brand, Jeffrey. This is how I know you were just stupid. This isn't ignorance. This is stupidity and madness and jealousy. And you need to seek real therapy, not the therapy, not talk space. You need to be in someone's office laying on the couch talking to the person with the clipboard and taking notes, preferably one with a PhD so that they can also prescribe you the correct medication to get your life together. I love a good medication. Don't get me, you know, so that's not an insult. Because you have success. You have success. You were a big part of this company. You were releasing products with your name on it with this company. It was Jeffree Star and Morphe. Y'all were together. So what the heck is it that you just needed all of this power, baby? You weren't finna become power. You were finna get, become cover girl. You weren't about to be Revlon in these streets or Almay. Do people still wear Almay? I don't know. But like you still had a really big name. So I don't understand. what This is greed. That's crazy to me. That's crazy to me. And I think it's funny too, because the way that big influencers, quote unquote, big influencers or mega influencers and smaller micro influencers look at collaborations is so different in that they're engaged. And these are all in the numbers. These are all data. This is where my branding hat comes on, y'all. They tend to have higher engagement in that they don't just like somebody's comment when it, it's on there. They actually have an interaction with their audience. And brands now are seeing that that's so much profitable. And I can understand because this man has, this man had what, I don't know, a bajillion followers. He already had the fan base. The people that stayed with him to this day stayed with him because they like him. In spite of his bigotry, they like him. And I don't understand that, but that's not about me. So what I don't understand is your major source of income. You going to do stuff to mess it up? No, baby, no. No, baby, no. This is already part of your dream and a big source of your income. And you decided you was going you gonna to ruin that by spreading false accus accusations, not cleaning up your races and offensive language, and having blackmailing uh, behavior, which doesn't make sense, but roll with me. Like, really? Just stupid. That's just dumb. Baby, if I had a cosmetic company, as some of y'all can see, that's probably not going to happen. But if I had a cosmetic company with a major company, y'all wouldn't hear peep from me except for my eyeshadow is now out. Bye. I would be like Rihanna. You were Rihanna. You wouldn't hear none from me other than look at this eyelash, this mask eyelash stuff. Look at this mascara that make my eyelashes pretty. You wouldn't hear. I wouldn't be worried about nobody else. You understand that people wear makeup. Do you notice how Rihanna, Rihanna is minding her business? 
she she got Fenty Cosmetics. She put it in Sephora. She does her thing. She's always advertising it. She's not worried about nobody else. Because she knows that there will be people, no matter who comes out, there is a brand loyalty. And Jeffree Star, you had brand loyalty. You had brand loyalty you didn't deserve. But you were so busy at 34 years old, or 32 or 33 at the time, trying to come after a 19, 20-year-old. I can't even tell you, I, I can't name a 19, 20-year-old to save my life. That's not James Charles, and that's because I'm talking about him. So I don't understand. That, that, is, that, that, is, that is so stupid to me. That is stupid. That's so dumb. Just undeserving. I hope you don't ever get anything back either. Because you don't deserve it. You didn't appreciate what you had. I don't mean to go off on this tangent, but that just don't make no sense to me. Excuse me. <clears throat> so anyway. <laughs> there are, again, other people, Blair White, Cam, and Tati, who said that they were afraid of, Je of Jeffree Star. I still don't understand. I'm not going to keep beating... Um, I'm not going to keep beating that, that bush, bush. I'm not going to keep beating that horse though. Beating that bush. Oh my God. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, again, like I said, James and Tati are friends now and that's always good for him. So then Shane Dawson likes to come in. He jumps on his Insta live for like a minute and reacts and to Tati's video, he rolls his eyes, says that like, the um news outlets and the there's like a whole corner of youtube where it's like the tea the tea youtube and the drama youtube where like they report on all the youtube drama it's that's bananas to me either way um he gets upset about her bringing up her sexual assault and like rolls his eyes and remember this guy is supposed to be humble and a changed man now it reminds me of like all those like weirdos not weirdos but all of those terrible people I went to church with they were like I was this person but now I'm saved and they're really not saved they just they're just acting a fool and playing an act it's his, his it's crumbling because he was never authentic and serious in the first place um so yeah, Shane Dawson reacts. And then um, he has a fiance. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I couldn't. I couldn't. It couldn't be me. But anyway, so the fiance, Ryland, is defending Shane as well. And it just kind of turns out that, you know, Tati is asking us to forgive. And she's asking us to... Uh, not write people off. She even, in a in a weird, strange way, even asked for us to like not try to cancel like Shane and all of this. And I'm, if I if I heard that right, if I heard that right, and baby, I don't know. I mean, I cancel Shane Dawson because he is a disgusting human being who is not funny at all and completely inappropriate. And then I find out, or I, then I found out last Sunday that he made some appropriate, inappropriate gestures um, to a poster of Willow Smith when she was 11 years old and he was an adult. I, he jokes about all these things that I just don't understand. I don't know. There are, there are people who are worth forgiveness, don't get me wrong. 
but I learned in therapy that that's okay, that there are people that aren't worth forgiving. So, Jeffree Star, Shane Dawson, y'all ain't worth forgiving. Not to me. I mean, it's time. It's time for you to come tumbling down. And that's the thing with cancel culture. Like, there are some people who are worth forgiveness. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't cancel Tati personally. Um, I wouldn't cancel James Charles. Like I said, he's had his share of things that he's done. I feel like even though this is not the type of humble pie, as Shane wanted to call it, he didn't need to be served a humble pie like this. This is not something that anybody needs to be ever accused of or have to go through. But I, I will say if we, we want to look at silver linings in all of this, I do believe that this this has helped this will help James grow up um, because we all have those things in life where like, why the heck is this happening now? But as we go back and we, we learn from it and we try to be better people. And I think that he can be a better person. He'd be a better person by sharing the community instead of trying to take people down like Shane and Jeffrey did to him or was trying to do to him. I believe that he will take this lesson and say, I'm going to build other people up. I'm going to help them. I'm going to collaborate with them so that because we all can can be part of this community together and spread the love. I think that that's where he could go. And I, I do hope that's where he goes because, I mean, I, you know, I know, like I, I said, I know he said some problematic things. I tend to be the person and I might be rare. I don't know depending on what the things are and I need to do my research. So we're not, this is not a strong bullet, but depending on what the things are, if he said something stupid and it was racist and I feel like teenagers just do stupid stuff. Again, it's that frontal lobe that ain't there. That's just the psychology of it all. The frontal lobe is not developed and that's to help with the common sense and decision making. And that's why people in high school to like college make really dumb decisions. That's a psychological thing. So he did some dumb stuff and he needs to answer to it and he needs to be held accountable to it. But I think that if he has done, if he did answer to it and he is uh, held accountable to it and he's suffered a consequence, if you will, if he's moved on and to be a better person and not doing the stuff that Jeffrey and Shane have done, then I think it's okay that we can go, you know what? That was a dumb thing. Don't do it again. But like, let's move on. And I, I think that's okay. But I think that's also a choice. If it offends you and you you are allowed to be offended by by whatever and you're allowed to react however you want to, I'm just saying with me, kind of like my hope is that this allows him to change what's happening within the industry around for the for the good because he has such a great and a bigger influence. And I think that he can, I think hopefully he can do it because really at the end of the day, like this is, it's beauty YouTube. It's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be escapism. It's supposed to be... You know, and I don't blame just influencers. I do blame brands who kind of set this competitive marketing, if you will, um, between influencers. But I think if we think more in collaboration with others, I think if we start to uh, just understand that we can all share the wealth and share the share knowledge and, and and actually just have fun with one another and not try to bring people down but lift each other up and that's in everything really 
we can have less of this because again, this is not, I mean, this is not necessary. This was not necessary. This didn't have to happen. With Tati, I do want to say, baby girl, you made a choice. And I think you do understand that you made a choice. And I do think you understand that a decision was made and there were consequences. And it's this very muddy, not clear situation. Again, I personally wouldn't cancel you. I believe you. I believe your story. I believe what you're saying. I believe that you and James Charles were cool. I believe that um, when you say you're sorry, you're sorry. I don't feel like you're a manipulative person. Again, I have no dog. I have no, I have no dog. I have no bone in this fight. So I can't sit there and tell you like, well, then you did this and then you did that and blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't know. As a person from the outside of the community looking in, I will tell you that James is the victim in this. Tati, a victim and somewhat, you know, player, but a victim more than not. And then Shane and Jeffrey were the the puppet masters and they were the terrible, awful ones. Um, So, you know, that's just, that's kind of my whole, (laughs) that's kind of my whole thing about it. Um, But I do want to continue because the, the thing is, is, you know, again, the whole thing about wanting to spill the tea and wanting to, people who do that, people who want to spill the tea on other people do that because they're trying to cover up the terrible things that they've done. So that's why I laugh about Jeffree Star because I'm like, what in the world could you have on someone else? Oh, you scared me. I'm sorry. I have a rabbit, y'all. Who on who who could you scare that, or what do you have on someone that would scare them so much that they have to be afraid of you? I want, I don't understand it. So that's what's kind of crazy to me. Okay, so the next thing we're going to talk about, or the next thing that's coming up in the video, it's a little bit long, but I want to play it. I want to try to discuss it again as much as possible. So what we're going to talk about, what we're going to hear next is the fact that he or Shane wanted to film the reaction of the Bi Sister video. And again, I know I'm going back, but this it's important to hear her words on this. Shane wanted to re- record her reaction to watching the to the Bi Sister video and then being uploaded and kind of talk about that drama. She declined and then she talked to Jeffrey and said, you know, hey, don't put this drama in the trailer and never heard back until like the trailer was released. So, and then it gets even crazier because this whole story is freaking nuts. All right. The night before posting my video by sister, I texted Shane sharing my concerns for James Charles, that he was out of the country on the high floor of a hotel and I was afraid for him hurting himself. Shane texted me back and said that I should not be nervous about the 50th floor, that James Charles was a narcissist, and that he would never do that. 
The day the video went up, Shane requested to come over to my home and film and document what was happening. I declined. After a few days of Jeffrey fanning the flames on Twitter, no victims appeared as they had stated would happen, and no evidence came forward as they stated would happen. The last time I spoke with either Jeffrey or Shane on the phone was the night before Jeffrey's never doing this again video. Shortly after the relationship dissolved entirely and I was so confused. I bought into the conspiracy theory that what happened was all a social experiment and that maybe James Charles was even involved and that there was going to be a big reveal in Shane's docu-series. And that I would be the fool who fell for it. Shane never reached out to check on me. And he never shared the trailer with me. The last time we spoke on the phone was before Jeffrey's apology video. And I asked him to not include the drama in the series. He only texted me after the trailer was live with an audio message telling me to not worry about it. The drama was only going to be one episode. For the next few months, I was tormented. Okay, so... I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know what else. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. But I will say this. This is kind of my observation in all of... And in, in what she's saying, I'm sorry, my rabbit just bit my freaking butt to everyone on the video. You guys wouldn't have known that on the podcast, but, you know, whatever. So here's the thing. This is where either I would have left this out or I would have taken more responsibility. I feel as though... She is now saying, well, Shane did this and then Jeffrey did that. And they did those things. But them doing those things does not take away their responsibility on you. And Jen Love's Reviews made this made this statement and I want to repeat what she's saying. She doesn't do, Tati doesn't do a good job taking responsibility for, you know, her actions. She does not do a good job saying, I did this. I know that she was blackmailed and I empathize with that. I know that she was coerced into believing something or being gaslighted to believe something. I understand that. But the, she's still at fault, right? Like she's not this, she wasn't, well, I would, I assume she wasn't drugged to do this. She had the control to do it and she decided to. And she decided to do it because, stop. She decided to do it because she, she, she thought she should. She didn't think her decisions through. For whatever reason, she just didn't think her decisions. I mean, for whatever reason, we know the reason. Now, here's where I'm saying, again, this is some Goodfellas, Godfather, 
stuff because this next thing is just wild. I believe I talked about this already where she said that she knew too much information. Like, girl, this isn't a gang. Like, I don't understand. I watched gangland, gangland a lot. And I know that you get jumped in the gang and you have to get jumped out and usually you don't survive to make it out of the gang. Like, I don't understand what's happening here where she feels like she knows too much and she feared for her life. I'm still trying to comprehend it. So we're going to play this part and then I'm going to try to like find the something that she's trying to understand. With subtweets and innuendo, there was a huge drama around the corner. I felt that I was a liability to them and that I knew too much. So I put all of my text messages and other files on a hard drive and told a few people that I was afraid for my life and had given everything to my lawyers. I was hoping that information would leak as I thought it might keep me safe. My mental and physical health suffered. My businesses suffered. Okay. Everything of her suffered and that's really sad. Okay. What? If you my thing is too, if you wanted it to leak, you why didn't you just ask your lawyer to leak it? Why didn't you just be like, listen, I'ma give you this right here. I'ma just slide this over. It would be a shame if this ended up on BuzzFeed. It would be a shame if Layla Johnson at BuzzFeed.com got a hold of these here text messages. It would just be terrible if you called area code 325-555-6262, extension number 321. That would be an awful shame. I don't see, here's the thing, you want it to leak and you don't want it to leak on your hands. And I get that and I understand that. But hoping it would leak, baby girl, listen, you have to have to have to have smarter friends this is why this is why i always say you got to at least have one black friend because one black friend would have taught you how to do this okay so i don't know but yes she said that her health suffered she's scared everybody's scared and i'm just like girl okay i fear no one but like a my mama and black jesus so i don't really understand I don't, I don't get it. So she ends with saying like, this is goodbye. And she's not going to do another video for a while. She's under the, uh, the statues of limitations that she can still file reports. So it seems as though she's about to, she's about to take this to the lawyer. She's about to take this to judge Judy or uh, the person in people's court, you know? So we might hear her on some dun-dun-dun. You know, we don't know. Um, I'm not I'm not trying to be funny with the situation. It's a really jacked up situation. Um, I'm, like I said, I'm here for the downfall of Jeffree Star and Shane Dawson. I hope that James, uh, James Charles grows up to be a positive influence. I hope we get to see that growth. I love seeing growth in a person. So I personally am not ready to write him off. I know he's done stupid stuff. I would confront him and talk to him about the stupid stuff he's done. But if he, if he's grown to be better, if this situation has allowed him to be better, then let him be better. He said he was staying out of the drama when asked about it. And you know what? He, he shouldn't, 
he has nothing to say. He has nothing to say. So this is this is that thing again. We go back to the last episode about cancer cult cancer. I knew I was going to say that about cancel culture and how like when is it relevant and when is it not right? So if we look at all four of these people um, on the on the show, it's uh, it goes a little something like this: Shane and Jeffrey canceled. Done. We're over it because anybody the severity of crimes, if you will, that's happened not only with their old. And they're not even with the old videos of them doing blackface or of them saying things that are just completely inappropriate. Accusing somebody of something because you want to be at the top is peak bullshit. And it's terrible. And it's just downright gross and inhumane. There's no coming back from that. I don't, I don't know. Even if you, if you moved to Tibet and you shaved off all of your hair and you were wearing and you became a monk, like I would still think you were trash. That's just me personally, because I have really strong feelings about people who laugh in the face of someone who, or roll their eyes at somebody who's been sexually assaulted. And then Shane, you want to turn around and have a video about the reason why you're such a crap person is because you were sexually assaulted when you were a kid. I understand that like hurt people hurt people. I completely understand that. But like cut the bull. That's not why you did it. You did it because you saw somebody quote unquote taking your spot. One that you dubbed for yourself or maybe some like BuzzFeed article way back in the day when we weren't taking stuff seriously dubbed for you and now you're mad that somebody in a totally different target audience was going to come for your spot because it happened so quickly because if we look at forget everything that James Charles has done we look at that face baby is beat honey knows how to put on a matte lip and some bold eyebrows and a nice highlight he's a good at what he does period this is his passion this is what he loves to do and he was doing it before you were even considering doing it you came into the beauty industry for one hot second and you sat there and you said this place is too toxic i have to go baby you have one palette in a book Okay, you are not part of the beauty industry of YouTube. I'm not part of the beauty industry of YouTube. I put on a lip gloss and sometimes I comb my eyebrows and that is it. Okay, I dare me to put on some makeup that somebody else that somebody else recommended and get on YouTube and talk about I like this and now I'm a YouTube beauty blogger. Girl, please, please. Look, I'm going to say this, and this will probably never get to you. And if it does, God bless. And if it doesn't, God bless. You are a terrible trash person. Jeffree Star, you are a terrible trash person. Accusing anybody falsely of sexual assault, especially in a world where victims aren't believed anyway, For you to blackmail people for whatever reason and try to hold them hostage so what, they can get canceled 
You know we can cancel multiple people at once, right? So assume that you have you have issues and blackmail pieces or whatever the case is on one person. Don't act like you can't get canceled too. What you should be doing right now, both of you, is taking the time to reflect on why you're such trash people. And then you need to hire a real therapist, one with a PhD, and you need to talk to them. You need to have an intensive boot camp about why you are such trash. You need to have a professional explain to you why you're such trash. And bonus, if they can explain to me why you're such trash, that would be fantastic. Here's why I'm mad, everybody. This is where the anger comes from. I know a lot of hardworking people who are balancing a full-time job but are also great hairstylists, great makeup artists. And they have the YouTube and they're doing the work and they're wanting to work with these brands and they can't because their numbers aren't high enough. As if you forgot to look at the actual talent. Here's why I'm mad. Because you already had, you had the fame. You had the connections and the brands and the line, uh, the cosmetic lines. You had the partnerships. You have the money. Shane Dawson, your ass was able to buy a multi-million dollar home in Calabasas by being racist and doing pedophilia, uh, pedophilia jokes, but that still wasn't enough for you? Jeffree Star, you were partnered with a cosmetic company, TBD, on whether or not you were you had a share in it or not. And you still were mad about it? James Charles is 10 years younger than us. Tati, Charles, James Charles is about 15 years younger than you. And again, Tati, I understand you were a victim in that people were feeding you false allegations so that they can turn you against this person they were trying to bring down. I get it, but you still have a little bit of fault in it. And I believe you were trying to say that, but you you just didn't come out and say, nonetheless, I made these mistakes. I take ownership over everything I did. I just wanted to explain what happened, how I got to the point. And again, I'm so sorry, James, for hurting your feelings because I love you and I would never intentionally want to hurt you. And that could have been the end of that. But it wasn't clear that you were taking responsibility for your actions. I saw it, but then I read the comments on your photo, I mean, on your on your video, and I understand why people think you're throwing the blame. I understand it, I don't agree, but I do understand it. I hope, I just, I, I here are a few things I hope for you, Tati. One, I hope that you get all the rest that you need. Two, I hope you're getting all the help that you need. Three, I hope you're taking this time to just rest and to calm down. You've said your piece. You've, you've said what you've said. You've did what you needed to do and you don't need to do anymore, okay? If I were your brand manager, if I were your PR person, whatever the case is, and I know what I'm talking about with PR because I studied PR in first college. Um, if I were your PR person, if I were your brand manager, I would tell you, you're good. Stay behind the scenes, work on the legal stuff, don't make any announcements, don't 
drop little Easter eggs or play little songs or whatever else. Don't, don't, you know, watch currently watching. I'm going to get you sucker. Like don't allude to anything. Just keep quiet, eat your food, let your legal team handle it. And, and just kind of, just kind of, you, like I said, you've done what you needed to do. Also, you did apologize to Jackie Ayanna. I, I, I didn't want to, I don't know a lot about that. I didn't want to dive into it, but for everybody listening, um, you can watch that video when in the whole video. I didn't even know there was drama. Um, but all of that to say is, I am sorry for the mental gymnastics that happened to you. I really sincerely am. Um, I'm glad that you and James are at a good place. I'm glad that there is forgiveness um, that's had because I do think you cared about him. I do think you care about him. I don't know if I would have published the bi sister publicly myself. And that's probably something else I don't agree on, but none of that matters because it's out there and it's private now. So it's, it's kind of both. Um, James, keep staying out of it. You've done nothing wrong. Keep your head up. Keep doing the makeup that you slay at. I need to know there's a red lip shade that you have. I need to figure out the brands because, honey, it was popping. Um, Shane and Jeffrey, like, this is it. I really hope this is it for you. I really hope you guys go into obscurity and that we don't hear about you guys anymore. And I mean, I'm not going to hear about you in like a couple of weeks because I don't <laughs> I don't follow you guys, but we are in the middle of a pandemic and Texas might shut down again. So I'm not going to really have a choice in what to do. Um, yeah, you know, you're trash. You're trash for doing this to everybody because you're trying to get on top. I, I still, I need to come to Jesus meeting. I don't really understand why. Maybe it'll be revealed in my sleep. So um well you guys <laughs> that is the bonus episode of 512fm i need to work on editing the video so i don't know how long it's going to take for the video to come up my apologies for any type of stops you heard in the middle buns was you know it's his it's his active time at almost midnight so he was acting like he acts but anyway um but he's still cute and i love him he gave me forehead kisses. It was so cute. Anyway, um, yeah, if you have questions, if you want to talk about this, I would love to keep talking about it just because why not? I want to know what happens next. I want to know the legal actions. I want to know who else is going to be quote unquote brought down. It's going to be people I don't know. I, I already know. It's not going to be a YouTube follower I know. So... I'm just here for the comments and the snacks. <laughs> I give my two cents. Um, well, folks, that's it. Have a great one. Wear a mask. Love you. Mean it. <laughs>